live from our respective apartments. It's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Claire Narber and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. Season 8, weeks 9 and 10, a quarterfinal, a semifinal, five contestants down to three finalists. I know you're shocked by who the three finalists are. I know you didn't know. I mean, I am like somewhat surprised, I think, in a way. But then I also am like not. Surprised by what? I feel like there, I feel like Lil' Kim had a shot at making top three. Mm -hmm. But Lil' Kim never got the chance. Well, yeah, I just mean, like, I feel like just taking the season in, like, as a viewer, it's, like, it's very shocking that she is not top three, I think. I don't know if it's shocking that she's not top three, but I think it's shocking that she isn't in the semifinals. Yeah. Spoiler Obviously, alert. you were shocked. <laughs> well, Katie, it's not a spoiler anymore because we're here. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, obviously, you were shocked. I loved getting texts from you this week where you just expressed all of a sudden dismay. Yeah. And Genuinely, I like, I will typically, like, you know, go through and I'll write down just so I don't have to flip back and forth between, like, Wikipedia and how we consume the show. I don't want to, like, flip back and forth between the websites, so I usually will go through and I'll, like, write down all the dances first. And so I had done it for week nine, and I was like, oh, I'm feeling lazy. Let's just get week 10 out of here. And I genuinely, like, I started, you know, like, I think it goes, like, Gilles, then, or Melissa, then Gilles, then Sean, then Ty. And I was like, what? What? Like, just genuinely was like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, I thought there was no way he made the semis. No way. Well, we'll, we'll talk about Ty Murray in a bit. Before we even talk about anything, uh-huh. we must first discuss the return of everyone's favorite. It's Dance Center Season 8. Yes. Yes. I think this is just them in fine form. I Yeah, it is wonderful. Like, there's nothing I love more than Kenny Main just not giving Len Goodman the chance to speak. And I think he just blatantly at one point says, no one cares. When you start talking your technical mumbo jumbo, nobody cares. And it is like, it's such a good delivery. Just all of the graphics are so funny. It is perfection. Like, they have found their stride. I mean, we get the three of them shirtless. Yes. Yes, we do. And we discovered that Len has a tattoo. I, I love mean, that Len Len has a, a I mean it's a fake tattoo but they yeah. I love that they have Len with a tattoo and a gold chain like <laughs> why <laughs> It's just so funny and like Jerry's basically shirt Jerry's in like just a vest isn't he anyway so it's a like, vest and a bow tie You come you you know they cut to it and you see all three of them shirtless and you don't even really like take in Jerry at first you're just like oh my god like Len and Kenny Oh, yeah. I absolutely loved, for Lil' Kim, her height, Lil. Lil. Her shoe size, Lil. Her weight, 
Lil. I thought that was so funny. I just, and then Sean's was like, height, Lil or than, than Lil. Lil Kim. <laughs> I loved it. No, it was so good. I think this is probably one of like my favorite dance centers we've seen so far. Yeah. But it helps that this is a season with such personality and such yes. good, like, they really benefit. Yeah, I think Shields was just like sexiest dancer ever, or like something like that. It was just, it was just funny. It was mm-hmm. just good, pure fun. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we discuss the quarterfinalist who will not see the semis. I think this is why I have such fond memory of her that it uh-huh. really it really helped the legend in my mind of Lil, that Lil is robbed? Yeah. I think, I mean, you know, we'll never know. It's a game of what ifs, and we'll obviously, this reality does not exist. But, like, I think if you have, like, her, Melissa, Gilles, and the finale, like, I don't know how that turns. It's just, it's, if you have an all-female finale, it's, I feel like she was just such a game changer in all aspects. Mm-hmm. That bionic booty. Well, you never you never knew what to expect from her. She was kind mm-hmm. of a wild card. Mm-hmm. Because she was always good. She was sometimes great. Mm-hmm. But, like, she felt like a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Why did she not get the chance to spoil? Robbed goddess Lil' Kim. Her first dance... I don't know if I'm willing to put her in that pantheon, but... Oh, yeah. I know, because... We have a different maybe robbed goddess on this season. Yeah, we do. It's not a maybe, it's a definitive robbed goddess of this season. It is. I mean, I have not watched the finale yet. I have not watched the finale yet, so I don't confidently know. But if I had to guess, she is a definitive robbed goddess. So Lil' Kim's first dance in the quarterfinals in week nine is a waltz. Chris, how'd you feel? It just started, and I already felt devastated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think she shows a real easy grace as she does this. Yes. Yes. But it's... It's not thrilling. It's not the most... Like, and I know, I went into... I'm sorry, I'm gonna just jump all over the place today. I'm gonna have no order. I don't care. We, We don't care anymore. And, um, I started another waltz that we'll talk about later. And I was like, a waltz in the semifinals. This is so boring. I want this person to be able to be exciting. And then I really, really liked that waltz. And I was just like, oh, apparently I don't hate all slow dances. So this one, I still felt like I just wanted to be more excited. I wanted to be like, yes, this is Lil' Kim. Mm -hmm. She's here to play. And I didn't feel that way. we all know that I enjoy a good slow dance. Like, I think it's been well documented that maybe the ballroom dances are my 
kind of preferred styles. So, like, I found this enjoyable, but I was not wowed by it either. Um, I do think that they had, like, beautiful fluidity, good body contact, which I was happy with because I remember one of their first ballroom dances that <laughs> you, they were, like, a mile apart and you were like, I knew you were going to bring that up. So I was like, oh, they really improved on it this time. I was very happy about that. Um I I just felt such a lightness and a tenderness to the dance that I was really surprised that she had that in her. So I, I just walked away being like so pleasantly surprised by the waltz, but it was not memorable. It didn't like stick out in yeah. my brain. Yeah. I thought it was fine. She showed some weird hesitation at times. Mm-hmm. I know it just, it, you're right. It wasn't memorable and that's not what you need in the quarterfinals. No. Len gives it a nine, otherwise it scores eights for a score of 25 out of 30. Mm-hmm. For the final dance of Lil and Derek on the season, they dance a salsa. Katie, how did you feel about their last dance? Well, you know, Chris, um, Derek does not normally, is, is not normally a fan of tricks. Since when, Derek Huff? Since when? Look, roll back the footage of your jive, and you tell me you're not a fan of tricks. Um, <laughs> that escalated I, very quickly. I got worked up in it. I was like, "Okay, Derek," but this no. is that is not the thing that I'm going to be fired up about. Oh, fabulous! Um, I thought her timing was a little bit off. Yes, it and was. I, Wanted more hips in her solo. Um, I found her solo to be a hair lacking. The tricks that they did were very impressive. And I think that they just look so good together. Like, they just seem as though they match each other's energy so well. It feels like they complement each other so well. So I, I walked away feeling overall, like, impressed with it. I thought it was a fun dance. I thought it was joyful. It made me want to dance. So, like, I was impressed. I thought it was joyful. I also thought it was too ambitious. And they didn't quite hit it. Her timing issues were apparent, it, it just seemed like it was too difficult for her to do the way that it needed to be done. So I liked it, but I didn't want it to be their last dance. It it just felt unfortunate that she had been on such an upward trajectory, and mm-hmm. this was a little bit of a step back. Not it, None of it is bad, but none no. of it is moving forward. I think she had, like, because of the trajectory because she was almost emerging as this like dark dark horse of sorts i think like one of the i think maybe tony calls her like the front runner or something like that which i was like she was never the front runner that's very generous but like i think because she had really like elevated that then this just was lacking and you were like well this isn't the signature kim that i've like come to expect now yeah but you could tell i mean the audience was booing Almost immediately, then the judges were like, oh, we're a little disappointed. The people love her. Yes. Not as much as they love Ty Murray. Well, we'll get there. (laughs) Uh, I was very saddened. Her reaction when she is eliminated is just, she's so surprised 
It's very disappointing. Yeah. She was a wonderful, bubbly person. And one of the things I greatly remember of Lil is at this time in dancing's history, when contestants lost, they would almost always, I, I believe almost always go on Jimmy Kimmel's show that night or that week. And Lil, on, I will always remember Lil's segment with Jimmy Kimmel because they like went up against a couple like Scrabble, child Scrabble champions. Uh-huh. And so it's just Lil Kim and Jimmy Kimmel like playing Scrabble with kids and it's a delight. <laughs> I want to watch that and I'm going to look that up. I haven't tried to find, like, honestly, I haven't tried to find it in years, but I'm just, I, I remember it very vividly. Mm-hmm. She is just so much fun, and she is, like, she's game for everything. Like, she always had such a good attitude. You never really saw her get frazzled. I mean, she's, like, the definition of, like, never let them see you sweat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, her work ethic just really seems unmatched. You know, there's people that are so dedicated like i'm not saying that she's more dedicated than other people but it just seems like she is someone who can put her head down do the work and not get frustrated and i applaud that about her i also like she's not the charm contestant of the season Mm -hmm. like she's not necessarily she is a personality and is fun but isn't huge Mm -hmm. Um, but she's just so much fun to watch and listen to and yes and then she also serves good contestant mm-hmm. she's like just funny like mm-hmm. listening to her scream all the time you know Derek will say something and she'll just let out this high-pitched scream and it just brings me joy it just makes me happy she she is a delight mm-hmm. she's a surprise and in her salsa, it's all nines for a score of 27. That puts her at 52 out of 60, six points ahead of Ty, but Ty's not the one to go home. Unfortunately, no. Lil Kim falls in fifth place. See you at the crossroads, homie. And I don't know, if you ask me, we'll never hear from Lil Kim again. Thank God. I didn't think you were going to do it for just from your beginning. I was like, no, 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 he has to do it. He has to do it. I mean, there are several housewives who have gone to jail, so it's appropriate for Lil' Kim. <laughs> There's only... Well, no. No, never mind. I was like, no, there's only Teresa, but, like, she's the only one that got indicted on, like, real crimes. There have been others that have been arrested. Okay. Katie, are you still willing to defend him? Yeah. Not to the nail, but, like, yeah, okay. somewhat. Okay. So it's it's Ty Murray and Chelsea Hightower. Fourth place finishers. Yep. Yep. You have this final three, and then Ty. I know. It's... Yeah. But, like, I don't... Again, like we've said this previously, but it's Mm-mm. like, it's not his fault. You know what I no, mean? No, it's not his fault. It's not his fault that he's there. He's doing the best he can. I do think he has just a good approach to it. And like, 
they're they're never trying to say you know we're gonna win this or we're gonna be the best um they get their score after one of their dances and samantha's like oh you guys are so excited and i think i can't remember what the score was but chelsea was like we were just aiming to get above like a 19 or something like that mm-hmm. and it's like they you know they know what they're doing you they know what they're capable of doing, I guess. And so mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. And I feel like he is a good, like, I don't know what the right word, defender of the judges. Like, I think he appreciates the show for what it is and he wants to keep it holy. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading way too much in the time, Murray, but that's just how I feel, Chris. Okay, well... In his week nine Argentine tango, I really had to come to terms with the fact that he has outstayed his welcome for me. Did you like it at all? It was it was fine. And that was the problem to me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, great. He's fine. But I have the same, I have the consistent problem of... Some things just look like walking. Some things look stiff. None of it looks natural. And he's trying, and he's putting in effort, and you can see it. And the dan- like he is improving, but it just feels like it's never going to happen. And I think that's why maybe I'm going to be maybe I'm going to be mean. Who knows? I don't care. Make me the villain. But I just. He's fine. And apparently that infuriates me. I enjoyed his Argentine tango. I think they did a ton of leg work. And it seemed like he was capable of doing that. And I thought it really fit. I thought it was exciting to see some of those. Um, There were like the constant kicks with the rhythm of the song, which I thought was good on Chelsea's part to choreograph. They had decent connection. I thought Chelsea looked really, really good in this dance. Um, I needed a little bit more slink from them, but like I was, I was impressed with what he was able to do with the Argentine. I wanted more intensity more than slink perhaps, but I, I, a lot of that is just down to performance and body motion. Mm Mm-hmm. 898 for 25. I don't hate him that much. Why am I doing this? I don't know. I don't even feel like I'm really, like, goading you or anything. I feel like I'm really just trying to, like, treat it delicately and just, like, say my piece. And I understand your side of it. And I'm, I get it. I'm not engaging, man. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Like, I'm just... I'm just here to, like, say my piece. You know how I feel about him, and that's... Okay, fine. Then I'll do the same. I will do the same. I'll just say my thing and move on. Yeah. So, Ty's Rumba. Yeah, I don't I don't think we need to either. Yeah. However, if you defend this dance by any means, then we fight. What? Here I am saying, no, Katie, we don't need to fight, but also I will fight you right me. now. Immediately threatening me. This was a very... Very uncomfortable dance to watch. And that is all I'll say about his rumba. Well, it just didn't feel like the bedroom dance at all. And, like, obviously we don't like rumba, you know. Surprise! Anytime someone does a rumba, we have to throw out there that we don't really like rumbas. But oh, you say we. You throw that out every time. 
Yeah, correct. Every time. I just am not a rumba girl, and so it didn't even really feel like a rumba, and so I just kind of walked away from it being like, well, I don't really know what we were doing here, because I couldn't tell you what it felt like, but it for sure didn't feel like a rumba. His hips didn't look natural. There was, like, not really a connection between them, but I do think he, like has somehow kind of developed this sort of fluidity in his Latin dances. And I feel like from where we started to where we are now, I have seen an improvement in some of his movements in Latin, but it's never going to look natural for him. His hips are always going to look wooden next week. His um, shimmy looks wood. I mean, it's, it's just, he does not know how to move his body the way that he needs to for these dances. But beyond that, this just did not feel like a rumba. Yeah. Straight sevens for a 21. He ends week nine with a 46 out of 60. Like Chris said, six points below Lil' Kim somehow makes up the difference. I don't know how. Like, do you think it's all of Jules fans? Do you think it's... There's no way there's that many rodeo people that also watch Dancing with the Stars. How many times has the charming, lovable, not great person made it farther than they should? I mean, yeah, but to make it to make up a six point difference, you think? Okay. It's been done before. Looking at you, Bobby Bones. <laughs> Looking at you. Oh god, what was the freaking Cubs player? David, David Ross. Ross. Oh, my arch nemesis. Jerry Rice. He's got a point. I've got a point. I am the moment. I'm an icon. Now, come on now. I know that's not the correct. I didn't say all the correct things. And you know what? Sue me. Doesn't matter. Happy Pride. <laughs> and the- this, one, this one is coming out in June, right? I hope. <laughs> not we'll do a special release just to make sure it does <laughs> surprise we're dropping two episodes because katie referenced pride surprise we're dropping episode nine and ten before any other ones so that we have pride <laughs> so in week 10 the semi-finals ty's first dance of the evening is a viennese waltz can I say something mean? Yes. Because you have not said anything mean yet today. <laughs> Actually, I really don't think you have. <laughs> His packages are so rarely about, like, oh, we're putting in the work, the rehearsal things. Look at how much we're improving. Like, yes, there will be a little bit of that. Yeah. But most of his packages either have, like, oh, let's go someplace, or let's do this, let's get a spray tan today, let's, mm-hmm. uh, like take Chelsea bull riding things where it's all about the charm and the script. And it's not about him being a dancer because it's like the producers also know he's not a contender. We don't need to like put in the drama of, Oh, he's really good. And he's going to be struggling with this. Yeah. Like, no, he gets the dumb setups and he does them. Yep. He does them well. 
But they are charming. They do make me like him. I feed right into it. The producers know what they're doing. And I enjoy it. What can I say? I'm easily influenced. <laughs> I thought for their Viennese, they had some great rise and fall. The crowd was really behind them for a portion of the dance. I mean, the crowd got loud, and I was like, oh, God, is this going to mess up his timing? Um, there was just a sweetness to it, I felt. Mm -hmm. But with this one, I felt like he got really overwhelmed and just didn't. It almost looked like he was rushing to keep up with the time. I don't know. Like, I just felt like it kind of lacked a control. And so I was really expecting the judges to light into it. And they did not. It met my expectations. No better, no worse. I, I mean, I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. Eight nine eight for twenty five. How's how's that for me trying to not say anything incendiary? Yeah, no, you're doing great. I mean, I feel like you're just kind of doing like what I would do with Chuck, and what you just took like the edge out of your voice, you know, <laughs> rather than just being like a witch with a B, like I was. It's like you're just saying the same kind of stuff I would, but without being cruel. Mm -hmm. For Ty's final dance of the series, they dance a samba. Mm -hmm. I felt like Chelsea's choreography had a lot more traveling in it than most sambas. I would agree. I would definitely agree with that. And what did we get? We got samba rolls. Yeah, we did. I was very appreciative of that. Are you ready for me to be nice? Yeah, I would love that. Kind of enjoyed it. Yay! I think I kind of enjoyed it knowing this was the last one. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? He's going out on not a relative his highest note, but like a relative high. Yeah. I knew watching it, it's not enough. It's not what I need. Mm -hmm. But I, I went in more charitably. I just, like, I just keep going back to where we started with him and so I don't know what it is about his Latin dances like I don't know if fluid is the right word but there's just something about his movement the way you know maybe the intentionality of movement I don't know but there's something about what he's doing in the Latin that I think is really working for me um his shimmy was wooden his hips are wooden you know to nobody's surprise but I felt like he did keep up with Chelsea. I felt like he did, you know, the choreography was kind of different and fun, and I thought it was a job well done from him. I thought it was a good showcase mm -hmm. for him for his final dance. They obviously didn't know this would be their final, but yeah. if you're Chelsea, you have to expect it, right? If you're Ty, you have to expect it. I think so. And even, like, I think Samantha or someone, like, Someone kind of does something where they're like, oh, for your final dance, which I'm sure they just mean like final dance of the evening and I was reading into it. But I definitely think we all kind of knew where this was going. I mean, if he makes the final, holy crap, do we all riot? Yeah. As is, I mean, he had to make up seven points in order to make it on and he doesn't. Mm -hmm. 
And the Peace Corps is 878 for 23, a total of 48 out of 60 for the evening. Would you like to say any final thoughts on Ty Murray? I, ch- I, you know, just thank you. I, You were such a pleasant surprise. I had no idea it was coming. Chris knew all along, but it was, it was just lovely to have him. He really grew on me, and we all know I've got a soft spot for whatever you want to say, the little engines that could. And, if you ask me, I have a feeling we'll never hear of Ty Murray again. Then it was the finalists. Let's go! Uh, We are going to talk about the finalists in alphabetical order. So let's begin with the letter G. And G stands for Gilles. Great! Oh. (laughs) And Gilles! (laughs) G stands for Gilles. Um... So his quarterfinals, he starts yep. off with a bang. He and Cheryl do a foxtrot. Mm-hmm. And Katie, did you catch this fever? Well, Chris, did it remind you of anyone else who might have had a fever? Lisa Rinna! The dark horse of all dark horses. Have some bread and maybe you'll feel better. Anyway, um, I caught a fever watching this. I thought it was incredible it had great fluidity for me no for me i think he was coming off a bit too intense and almost a hair too like sexy so i feel like that kind of detracted from the feel of a foxtrot for me but that's because I love the foxtrots that, like, I think of them as, like, big band moments that are just, you know, so joyful and stuff. And so, you know, he wasn't necessarily beaming. And he never beams in any of his dances, really. And so I I think that was just kind of missing for me. But it was wonderful, you know, beautiful fluidity. He's He's just always phenomenal. I thought the the mood that they were exuding was so right because to me yes there was certainly it was hot it mm-hmm. was jazzy it was smooth it, i thought it oozed sophistication mm-hmm. i loved it and i might have questioned why is cheryl in leopard print for this and yet of somehow course. it worked like it should have been tacky and instead i was like oh man because i it's cheryl burke of course you thought that i just think this dance is pitch perfect len disagrees len takes off a point so it scores 29 out of 30. i'm kind of okay with that i don't know if i would have loved a perfect 30. I think I would have liked one, but it's okay. His second dance of the quarterfinals, the dance that he has been waiting for, it has been his goal to dance a rumba. And Cheryl makes sure that they are dancing to the song Sexual Healing. Chris, were you rolling on the floor? Good chemistry, good flow, good lines. Good hips. Uh, It But it basically, it was what I expected, no more, no less, 
And I kind of just didn't need to see a sexy dance from him. Because he's put sex into, like, all of the dances he's done. So I just didn't need to see a dance where it was just gonna be sex and that's it. Yeah. I didn't need full penetration, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I live to make your job easy. As is straight nines. 27 they end the quarterfinals with a 56 out of 60 most importantly bruno had me rolling on the floor i screamed because bruno refers to gilles in this dance as gina gershon in the movie showgirls yeah what a reference what a like so I recently saw Showgirls in a movie theater with a crowd of just screaming queer people. And it was so much fun. And, like, of course, almost everything Gina Gershon did got applause and cheers and just, like, so much. But, like, sometimes I think, wow, Bruno, the energy he's bringing to Dancing with the Stars. is <laughs> unmatched. <laughs> questionable yeah i don't even think i know who gina gershwin is um gina gershwin deserved an oscar nomination for her performance in showgirls she she is one of the only people in that movie to really understand the movie she's in she Mm -hmm. commits fully she has to deliver a couple lines about how she used to eat dog food and the way she like turns that into this big seduction is it's chef's kiss. Okay. Okay. Maybe if I ever watch Showgirls, I'll finally know. It's it's a it's an experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and into the semifinals, Gilles goes. His first dance of the evening is a waltz that Chris maybe liked question mark. Why don't I go ahead and kick us off in the package? We get some Jonathan Roberts, and y'all know I am always gonna drool when I see that man. <laughs> I I really don't like what's happening here. <laughs> Why? First, you're talking about penetration. Now you're talking yeah. about drooling for Jonathan. Like, yeah, he's sexy. What do you want from me? <laughs> for me. In this waltz, it was definitely sophisticated, which they they touched on that a lot in the package. Like, I definitely got that across. Beautiful rise and fall, a good connection. It's Gilles. I'm always going to, like, it's it's hard to top Gilles. It's always going to be a great dance. For me, with this choreography, I wanted more in hold. And I also wanted a bit more from him it felt like cheryl did a lot of those kind of extra touches to put the dazzle on it and i wanted that to come from him a bit more but it is a very good waltz it is you know very well done i just had some tweaks i would have liked as the second dance of the night as a waltz i started it ready to be bored mm-hmm And I just thought it was so romantic. Mm -hmm. The word that kept popping into my brain was 
a cloud. It just felt like laying down on this soft, puffy cloud. And I know it's because Cheryl was like in that white, puffy dress. And that's probably why I was thinking cloud. And that just clicked for me. Uh But I was just like, I don't know. I was, I was captivated by it in a weird way. Yeah. Gilles is so good. He's so good. And he gets a perfect 30 for this waltz. And he's going to get a perfect 30 again for his second dance, which I liked less. His salsa. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I was, I, like, the judges loved it. And I did not have quite the same fondness for it. Like, I was Mm -hmm. like, it was fun. But what was, like memorable about you know what i mean i was like it's every other latin dance he's done it feels like you know i i agree it did have one memorable thing the band was doing choreography at the start they were like raising their instruments in time with him shaking the maracas and i was so into it (laughs) i didn't even catch that i'll have to go back and watch that i was i was thrilled you know how i would have been if i was in that ballroom Ladies and gentlemen, she is giving a thumbs up. A thumbs up that she would like to give to Harold Wheeler that she only had to give to Ray Chu instead. Yeah. It really did look so easy to him, though. Like, I will give him that. I mean, the Latin dances just truly... He was born to do them. And you know what else he should be given? An 11, if Len could. The first time Len has said... I wish I could give it an 11. I was surprised. I mean, like, for I this was to too. be the one, I was I like, was wow, okay. It, this is not one of the dances that pops into my brain when I think about Gilles dances. No! I think about the Foxtrot and the Argentine. I would say the off. Argentine, first one that comes to my mind. I mean, obviously that one, but... Yeah. That one I wish I had an 11. I know what he could do with his 11. Uh, oh, I don't like the energy that you're bringing right now, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's he's got a 60. He's going into the finale feeling good, you know? Yeah, he is. He went from 0 to 60 in 3.5. Baby, you got the keys. Shut up and drive. Drive, 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 drive. Shut up and drive, 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 drive. Shut up and drive. This was a really fun dance break in the middle of our dancing podcast. We needed to move. What can you say? We both need naps. Yeah, we do. I am on fumes. But you know who's not? Katie, that was exactly the segue I was going to go for. I'm so proud of you. Remember when you used to be like, I don't want to do the transitions because I'm not very good at them. And sometimes you just come through and I'm like, that's my girl. I could like literally cry. That was such a nice compliment you just gave me. Like, that really touched me because I did not think that was a good segue. <laughs> so no, I was so I, pleased. I threw it out there and was just met with nothing but love. Birds of Affirmation is my number one love language and I am a happy camper right now. Want to make out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Gilles has got us all hot and bothered. 
it, in the words of Carrie Ananaba, let the baby making begin. Fall, fall. <laughs> Speaking of people who aren't making babies because they got dumped, it's Melissa Rycroft. <laughs> dancing a fanny's waltz and i didn't yes i know i know love it i know yeah like what what well i don't know what it but i just did it i felt I, underwhelmed i can tell you what it was mm-hmm. they their first dance of the season was that waltz and it blew us out of the water Mm-hmm. This dance felt like there was too much ballet, not enough Viennese waltz content, mm-hmm. and it, it, it like there were not enough spins in hold. No, it, it just felt like they they approached this one sort of similarly to their week one, mm-hmm. but that was not going to impress us. No. That impressed us because you threw it together in two days. Like, and it was had... really good. But yeah. now we've seen it. Yeah. So doing it again when you're supposed to give us a Viennese. It's wrong. Straight nines for a 27. I think you've said all we need to say about that. I don't know what this energy is I'm bringing to her because here is the thing. Oh, no. Do you not like this Samba? No. Here is the okay. thing. I am all in on Melissa Rycroft. Mm. I I, kind of am too. I am all in. Like, I appreciate what Gila and Sean can do, but there's, I am enamored. I am impressed. I am all in on Melissa Rycroft, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. This samba is like perfection. Everything about it is just like so fun, so good. It's sharp, it's precise, like it's fun, it's flirty, it's a party. It is everything you could ever want in a samba. And they give us a samba roll. I mean, she is embodying the spirit of Carnival. It yes. feels so right. Yes. And her arms, you say sharp, she's flowing her arms, but they're moving with such purpose that it's it doesn't feel like they're just snaky arms, rubber, mm-hmm. whatever. They mm-hmm. are hitting what they're supposed to do, but they're flowing. It is... It's a sight to behold. This is one of the best Sambas we've ever seen. I think so, too. Well, you know. I'm not giving a caveat. Considering that I rewatched her Samba not that long ago and, like, was genuinely brought to tears, I do have to give a caveat. But this Samba is incredible, and I just genuinely don't know which I would put above the other. Like, I just, mm-hmm. honest to God, cannot make a decision like I that. Haven't, I haven't watched it in so long that I can't make a yeah. judgment on Stacy yeah. Samba. Also, I feel like you just always loved it way more than I did. Not that I didn't like it, but yeah, you were, but you incredible. were a Stacy girl. Yeah. 
I know. Shocking to the listeners. I know. We have not touched on that. Uh, this sees a perfect 30. Well-deserved. Honestly, I wish I had an 11. They end with a 57 out of 60. And then we hit the semifinals. And the judges seem to think that she's not bringing it in the semis. Mm-hmm. And I was mad about all of that because the whole time I thought to myself, maybe her two dances don't quite keep lockstep with Gilles and Sean in the mm-hmm. semis. But she is so much better than the fourth person. So why are you like, were they talking to try to add drama? I yeah. don't know. I didn't get it either. And like, I didn't know. So she starts us off with her quick step. She's the first dance at the semifinals. And I thought it was like very well done. I think I really liked it. Yes. It's a clean, it's a simple, well done quick step. Maybe it doesn't, you know, excite the way like Julian and Helio did or you know some certain quick steps of the past but like I think it is just a good and proper quick step and so then Carrie and Bruno like take it to task for it not being like Bruno's like it's the semifinals I want to be so excited and it's like well Bruno this was a wonderful dance I don't know why you're and Carrie agreed with him and I was just like this was a good dance like you guys are not gonna score it a 10 even though i think it's worthy of a 10 like i think she did everything correct i know i don't need every quick step to be exciting uh, like it does they don't all need to be hey pachuco obviously that quick step is incredible but sometimes they can be still brassy they can be jazzy but they don't have to be huge they can be elegant they can feel classic and that's what this one did for me completely Um, agree i just i thought she was stunning in this Mm -hmm. would i have liked more fast traveling in the choreography yes yes Yes. but tony seems to think melissa's strengths are in the lines she makes in her extensions in Mm -hmm. small things so I get that he was choreographing to that, but I just wanted, in a quick step, I love when we just, like, run across the floor. Yeah, there's nothing And there wasn't a I, lot of that. There's nothing I love more than that in a quick step. Let's be real. Ooh, see, I kind of like when you do, like, the hop on one foot, then switch to the other, and you're, like, doing them in tandem. Like, I love I just, that. I think the running down the floor and, like, running with, like, a little kickback, you know, type thing, I think that is gorgeous i do agree i think the one step to the other is also breathtakingly beautiful but there is nothing quite like traveling down the floor at a high speed nothing like it <laughs> Nine, ten, nine, twenty-eight. and then melissa dances a cha-cha in the semifinals, they did the sort of the journey how they got here packages mm-hmm. um talked about their childhood and I just really need to highlight Melissa Rycroft's mother specifically refers to it as the coveted mirror ball trophy. What gems the Rycroft family is. Truly. I I got like tingles when she said that. Because it made me feel like they watched the show. And I also Mm -hmm. love... I think it was in one of these two weeks that Melissa said, 
like I'm not a star, I'm not a celebrity. Yes, um, it's Oh, it's, it was it was about the solo. Yes. And I do appreciate that she's like she does understand she's really only here because they needed somebody and she just thinks of herself as a regular person. Yes, I completely agree because it was so she can I get out of it on a technicality? I'm not a celebrity. And she just is so serious when she says it. I love I love her. I just I love everything about her. Mm-hmm. Tony choreographs really well to Melissa's strengths in this cha-cha-cha. Um, however, when they left the stairway and then went down onto the floor, initially mm-hmm. something just seemed off. Yeah. I I felt like it didn't pack a punch, and I couldn't tell if like there was something going on where she did she forget maybe the choreography, which like not that she ever looked like she did or something, but you just you you wondered if something was going on in her mind. I don't know if she started off on the wrong foot and was trying to recover. I have no idea, but it just yeah. it felt like yeah, it wasn't. It just what she was doing and what Tony were doing didn't seem connected, and I don't know if yeah. that means her timing was off and that's why it looked wrong. Maybe she forgot the moves and was just making stuff up. I don't know, but it just didn't look right to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All nines for a 27. They end the evening with a 55 out of 60. It is enough to get them through. Thank God. I would have rioted. And our final finalist. It's gold medal girl Sean Johnson and her partner Mark Ballas. It really does feel like she has arrived. Uh, so has the anger. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. I was reading, I was reading the Paso, and I thought that's where we were starting. <laughs> I forgot. Oh god, yeah. Um, so they perform a quick step, and they take a calculated risk. And they break hold in the middle of the dance. Okay. Okay. So. How the fork. How the fork does this happen in both seasons she is on? That they say in the quick step, what if we break the rules in the middle? And the pro does it and they're like, Okay, I'll roll with it. Now, of course, in All-Stars, Sean shows some hesitance when yes. they decide to do it again. But, uh, like, they don't show any of that. In fact, next week, Sean's like, oh, well, we made a calculated risk breaking the rules because we knew it would be something pleasing for the fans. You can please the fans by following the rules. You can do a good routine if you do things just like they're supposed to be. Like, you can do that. You do know you can do that, Mario, right? You do know you can do that, Karina and Mark and Derek. Don't you know that? Because why? Why do you know you are taking a deduction by breaking the rules? For what end? What good did we get from them breaking hold in this dance? What purpose did it serve? Am I answering that? Because <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing for you. It was just dumb. It just did not need to happen. Like, 
You're absolutely correct. Do it within the rules, and we will have a fabulous quick step. Like, I loved this quick step. There was no need to break cold in the middle of it. I also really liked her two-tone blue dress. Yes, I loved it. This is, like, a dance to friend like me from Aladdin, and I was like, oh, is this, like, our first Disney night? But it was not. But it was... I just thought everything about this was so gorgeous. She was so smooth, truly looked like she was gliding across the floor. She went big and over-exaggerated in her movements while still maintaining control. It just, it, I loved it. I loved it. Except for breaking the rules. Made me so mad. So... Probably would have been a 30, but instead it ends up as a 27 straight nines. And then she does the posso. I think this is the first time. I could have said this earlier before like the end, but I, because she was the first one of week nine. Um, I think this is the first time in series history we've had two separate packages for each of their two dances. Yep, I think so too. Um, so that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um she had such subtle leg motions in this paso. She mm-hmm. showed such control. She was also really aware of the way she was moving her body and the picture she was making and the way she was moving her dress and where her dress was to make a picture. And mm-hmm. I thought that was so impressive. I obviously, I thought this was a great paso. I, I really did. I was like floored by it. Like I did not know I did not know if she had that in her to have the intensity to like attack it, to have the control and everything. Like I just was didn't know if she could do it and she delivered tenfold. The attack was incredible. It was intense. It was unbelievably sharp. I just was blown away by it. Like the dynamics, all of it, everything. My only slight criticism is I feel like I could have used a bit more of, like, Spanish line and Spanish framing. But, like, it still was just so good that I'm willing to overlook that. Len is the only one to take off a point, so it scores Mm -hmm. 29 out of 30. She ends the quarterfinals with 56 out of 60. It just, it feels like she's peaking at the right time. Yes, because she's been good all season, but it feels like these two weeks are by far her best to date. I think so, too. Just consistently good. Mm -hmm. Because her Argentine tango in the semis is so good. I think it is, like, in incredible an angry argentine from our 17 year old contestant i will say i was not a huge fan of like the the paso like anger and the like "Mm, we're fighting we're doing this It, it was a little too angry in concept and choreography but I think she did what she was given incredibly well and once we Mm -hmm. sort of moved on from that anger it got a lot better for me. I was happy that the anger was short-lived. I was happy that it was basically just like that opening. Yeah. 
but the passion, the precision, the fire, I was blown away. I thought they had incredible connection. Her lines, the lifts, everything about it. Her leg hooks were so good. Incredible. They were unreal. Unreal. I, I, like, have nothing but wonderful things to say about this Paso. I, or this Argentine, <laughs> this Argentine this, tango. This Argentine Paso. I loved it. I mean, it was great. It was just really, I, 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 I don't know why I didn't expect this from her, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Straight tens for a 30. Well-deserved. Mm-hmm. And they finish out their semifinals with a jive. Of course, we must talk about it because Iowa. Love that in talking about Des Moines, they made sure to be like, oh yeah, Des Moines is a small Midwestern city. I mean, it's not that small. No, Uh, it's really not. They made sure to show pictures of corn. Yeah. Like, whatever. Which, like, okay, she, she grew up in West Des Moines, like, she didn't have corn around her. Yeah. She was a suburbs girl. But I did love, did love that we got to see Chow. I yes. love Chow. My family loves Chow. Big fan. Uh, and they touched on the flood. It was a mm-hmm. great package. Yeah. Okay. So this jive. um, Not her best. <laughs> no, good, not great. I mean... The timing felt, uh, her timing fell off. She's noticeably behind at least yeah. a couple times. Yeah. She had good energy in the feet, but I wanted more like kicks and things. Mm-hmm. Um, at Mar- times she almost looked unsure of herself. I don't know. It just, yeah, good, not great. Mm-hmm. Mark does a smaller version of the page spins that he will later perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I liked it. It it was not nearly as good as her Argentine. It makes me laugh that, uh, like, the Lindy Hop and the Jive, two dances that you would think Sean is going to come out and kill as a gymnast. And those are two of her most disappointing dances. Yes. Yes. This scores 26, a 9, an 8, and a 9. They score 56 out of 60 on the semifinals. Enough for second place. Can she rebound for the finals? Tune in. Tune in so, next week to find out. So that's out. that's it. We have one week left. Each of the contestants have three dances to glory. Can they do it? Answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't remember the spin. I mean, obviously I know... Sean's freestyle. I think that's like the only dance that I remember. Oh, a thing I wanted to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. How do you feel at the fact that they're not doing any repeat dances? I mean, maybe they will in the finale, but usually around like in the semifinals, I don't think it's all new dances typically. I think they've kind of switched around what happens when. I do think it's weird that like they're not doing any styles they've already done before. Cause often we yeah. do that um, in the finale. I'll just spoil what we're going to see. Obviously yeah. we have the all important freestyle round. Yep. Uh, we're going to have essentially another relay dance. Yeah. 
and we will have a pick your best dance round. Okay. So without having seen them, Katie, what dances are you doing for each couple? If you're Gilles, what dance are you doing? Argentine tango. Okay. If you are Melissa, what dance are you doing? I, controversially at Brave, I'm doing the jive. I want to see that choreography. I I love that choice. You know, I've fought for for things like that before. Yep. I'm doing the jive if I'm them. And if you're Sean, what are you doing? Maybe the Argentine. Go with your, go with your 30. I mean, it sucks that you just did it, but go with your 30. Okay. I'll tell you right now, you are one for three. <laughs> what would you do if you were them? Um, obviously, Gilles must do the Argentine. Yeah. There are so many choices Melissa could make. Do you go back to a week one waltz and give it like the time and energy or do you go with a Latin dance for her? I could see, I could do the, I could see doing the Lindy hop. Mm -hmm. I could see doing, I could see doing that week one waltz. Um, I could see doing the Samba. Mm-hmm. So that's Melissa. For Sean, see, I know what she does, and I'm like, I think it's the only logical answer. So I don't know if well, I want to say it. You could say it. I think you do PYT. Oh, yeah. And spoiler alert, she will. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I know it will be it will be very exciting. It'll be so exciting. I, I, I can't wait for you to see it. So give me I, I know you know. Yeah. How are you ordering them? How do you want to see them place? Are you ready for this? I think I'm gonna blow your mind. Third place, Shield. Oh yeah. Second place, Sean. First place, Melissa. Okay. See, going into, I hate what I'm about to say. I hate this for me. Yeah. Going into the final without having seen the final, I think it should be Sean and third. And uh, honestly, because it should be Gilles. No, it should be Gilles winning. It should be Gilles winning. But my heart belongs to Melissa Rycroft. She can have my final rose. Thank you. You're going to hear me sing a different tune next week. Well, Well, that's next week's problem. (laughs) Hopefully we'll have napped by then. (laughs) God, I hope so. No, no sleep till the finale. Will you, (laughs) will you agree to that with me right now? Yeah, I'll just get off of this and watch it so I can go to sleep. Well, if you want to tell us that we shouldn't sleep before the finale, please make sure you meet up with us on social media. Meet up with us. Just send us things on social media. Follow us. Uh, JMP.pod on Instagram. JMPpod on Twitter. And on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. 
If you are a fan of the podcast, you can give us a five-star review. You can like, you can listen to us on any podcatcher, um, share it with your friends, tell them about it. We love listeners. We always welcome more listeners. And if you're not listening in season eight, when are you ever going to listen? Next season when there are 16. Ugh, that's a lot of people. (laughs) Prepare yourselves for three-hour episodes. (laughs) Katie, I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for the season finale of Castle coming up next. Ba-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba. Ba-ba-da-ba-ba.